morning. This is Page to Stage with Jasmine, Michaela, and Emma. We are in a random classroom in the depths of St. Aloysius College, about to begin this controversial conversation. We will be discussing what makes books or movies better, how modern writers have adapted original works, and what books we think should be turned into a movie. But first, let's start off with the million-dollar question. Jasmine, do you prefer books or movies? I definitely prefer books because they offer so much more insight and description into the characters and the plot and the set. So, And, you know, movies are much more fast-paced, so they miss a lot out. And movies, you don't usually, like, stop them. You just watch it all the way through. But books, you can pick them up, put them down, kind of stew over their meaning for a little bit, which is great. So that's why I like books better. Yeah. So what good books have any of you seen recently? Well, it depends on what you considered recently, but a while ago I watched uh, The Martian with my mum. She forced me to watch it. She was like, let's watch this movie together. I was like, please, no, I have better things to do with my time. But she's my mum, so we watched it. I actually really enjoyed it. It was really good. It's about some guy who gets stranded on Mars. And I liked it so much that I went and read the book after because it was actually an adaptation of a book. And after reading the book, I was like, you know what? This is this is really good, and I had just have both the movie and the book just saved on my laptop oh. at all times. <laughs> I own them now; they are mine. Oh, do you rewatch them often? Reread sometimes. <laughs> okay, so you like The Martians so much, right? So, like, what yeah. about books in general? Do you think draws you into them? Like, makes you want to pick it up? I'll be honest; I'm a bit of a hypocrite. I do judge books by their covers. Oh, the <laughs> so irony! <do> I. <laughs> yeah, I feel like we're all a bit guilty of that, mm. uh, as well as like the titles. So, if I'm just like in a library or something, and I'm walking around in a genre that I like, I see a cover or a title that intrigues me. I'll be like, "All right, let's have a look at this." I'll read the blurb. A lot of books have really bad blurbs. Just gonna put it out there. <laughs> like three word blurbs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what What is it about? Yeah, I just I read the blurb. If the blurbs interesting or I find it a bit intriguing I might read through the first few pages and if the first few pages are right then I guess I'm just gonna read the book if I don't then that's it I guess so have you ever picked up a book and liked it so much that it changed your perspective on a topic I I don't know if that's happened too often but I did read this dystopian novel recently where a higher sentient sort of alien appeared to the protagonists and this alien had never seen the concept of trust before. It didn't know what it was because it just didn't have that in its society. And upon being explained what trust was, the alien said that trust is a powerful adaptation. And I know, like, yeah, it is. It makes sense. But it just sort of, like, gave me a bit of a higher appreciation for it. it yeah. You know what? It is a powerful adaptation. Thanks, evolution. <laughs> Good job. Well, speaking of adaptations, Jasmine, can you tell me about a time you watched a movie adaptation of a book? <laughs> well, earlier this year, we read Looking for Alibrandi in class and then watched the movie. So it's about like this Italian-Australian girl finding her place in the world, like finding where she fits in. And we did this entire booklet on the storyline and the themes. We wrote an essay on the themes and then we watched the movie. And the movie was very disappointing to oh. me. So, because it made absolutely no sense because the timeline was moved around mm. and major characters were taken away. So it kind of took away from the whole storyline of the book. And I found that really strange because the author of the book wrote the screenplay for the movie. Oh, so, wait, what? Yeah. I don't know. Maybe she scrapped her old idea. She Did didn't she like it. Did she have a stroke? <laughs> 
Well, given this poor experience you've had with the movie adaptation of a book, how can movie adaptations in general take away from the experience of a book? Well, like I said before, the addition removal of characters annoys me quite a bit. <laughs> and you know how, I think this has happened to all of us, like you visualise a character so well, like you read the description of them and you visualise them. And then you watch the movie and they look nothing like yeah. who you thought they would look like. so annoying. Yeah. Mm. And overall message of the book can definitely be lost in a movie, especially like fast paced movies, like kind of takes away from the whole point of the storyline again. Mm. And everyone hates leaving feeling disappointed. Yeah, definitely. Especially if you're like, oh, this is my favourite book. I can't wait to watch the movie. Mm. And then you're let down by it. Like none of us like being let down. Sets such high expectations for it. And then it's just really bad. Paid for tickets too. So, given your poor experience with movie adaptations, if there's one book you could have made into a movie adaptation that you think would be better and not disappoint its audience, what would it be? I would probably say The Cold is in Her Bones. It feels like sort of like a classic fairy tale almost, like like a horror sort of mystery. It sort of feels like an old Disney movie, well, but it's a book, so like it's not a movie. Uh, yeah. But I feel like it would be a really good movie. When I was reading it, it, it just has a lot of like suspense. It's got such a unique setting and plot. I've never quite seen anything else like it, yet it feels really familiar almost. Mm, yeah. It's about it's it's got sort of some elements of fantasy in it. Like it's about this girl who starts growing snakes out of her head. Oh. And it just, it just happens and she tries to hide it because of the society that she lives in. Yeah. Yeah, and just when I was reading it, I was like, huh, this would be a good movie. <laughs> I'd, I'd watch this. I'd like to see the CGI effects on that. <laughs> True. <laughs> So, given this entire conversation, how do you think your opinion on books will change in the future, like as you grow up, gain more knowledge? Well, before we were laughing about the concept of old people books. (laughs) And what is that, Jasmine? Um, Well, for example, my dear mother read The Art of Growing Up. And The Art of Growing Up has ended up on my bookshelf. Ah, (laughs) Um, yeah. So Has she like been trying to make you read it or like No, it's just it's just there. She's the one reading it? Yeah. Well, she, she's already grown up. <laughs> yeah. Older like middle-aged people, they read some really weird stuff sometimes, you know? Mm. <laughs> but I must say one of my favorite books, I would classify as an old person book. Well, that's all from us. If you would like to hear more from page to stage, you can check them out at our own podcast page. The link is in the show notes for this episode. Page of Stage was produced by Jasmine, Michaela, Emma, with the help of RGD Radio and Podcasting. Thank you for listening. Make sure you're subscribed to this channel to hear heaps of other school life stories. Goodbye!